Oh, fuck. Sorry. It's okay. I, I was Oh, uh, I think Dick has to go with me. Uh, I think, you know, I think Dick wants to go with me. We truly wouldn't have to edit if we didn't have to change his name. We wanted to start each episode by saying that we do delve into some pretty heavy content here. So this is your trigger warning. We get into domestic violence, sexual abuse, financial abuse, covert control, um, overall domestic abuse in a general sense in most episodes. If we do delve into something too deep, we will let you know before we do so. So you will get an additional trigger warning. But we wanted to start each episode by saying, look after your mental health. And if it's not worth it today, don't listen to the episode. If you are enjoying this podcast so far, please subscribe and review. If you leave us a five-star review, we would absolutely love it. If you leave us a five-star written review, it really helps with the algorithm. If you tell us you did it, we'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. If you get that reference, I'll give you two. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I had a couple of things to talk about, but I'm dealing with some stuff in real time that we'll talk about once it's over. And so we are well aware that we put out episodes more than once a week. It's just that once a week was what we could commit to. Um, and at the moment, we might fall behind that a little bit just for a week or so here. But we will never disappear. Well, we might. We'll run out of stories eventually. But anyway, do not stress. We are here. We've got a couple of messages. So Yeah, well, we're quite a long way from uh, running out of stories, I guess. <laughs> okay. I have some questions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I want to talk about how... I want to talk about something else, but first I have a question from last episode. Yeah. So I was, when you, like, I think the biggest thing for me was you were like, yeah, I just like told him what, he's a grown man, he's sleeping all day. I was so hyper-focused on making sure that everyone else didn't hate him and that our life was somewhat normal. Like, I spent almost our entire relationship trying to hide what was happening at home and you just were like I don't know he's not working like I so why didn't you feel okay so my big thing is like I don't want my parents to hate him I don't want any of this obviously if everyone knew the truth of what was going on they didn't know the truth of what was going on they didn't right but at least to the point of like yeah he just chooses not to get a job and he sleeps all day they must have hated him what did you not care that they hated him what was that family dynamic I was so stressed trying to make sure everyone would like him yeah why didn't you care I don't know, I don't even know how to explain that dynamic and what was going on and why I just didn't care. My family, I've always been, 
I've always been the one to uh, always do my own things and always be fine on my own and uh, don't want anybody's opinion and I don't know I can come across as a little bit harsh mm-hmm. um, and I think I cared so little about what people thought about me in my head it was kind of like I am who I am and he is who he he is and if you can't accept that then you know don't be part of my life but weren't they like I mean my parents if I was just like yeah, no, he just sleeps all day, like, he can do what he wants. I mean, I don't know if they would have done anything differently. I mean, obviously, the whole, everyone, you, okay, there are some people who are shocked who are listening to this podcast, right, and I did yeah. hide things well. But yeah. they knew that I, like, I don't know why I tried to keep up the charade that everything was perfect, because, like, my parents knew it wasn't good. But yeah. you're, like, trying to convince yourself. I don't know. I just, what, like, i still flawed that you, like, my parents, I feel like they would have been, like, uh, then you need to leave. Like, all of the covering up for me was sort of just to uh, justify the fact that I was still in the relationship. Yeah. All of the covering up for him was to justify that I was still in the relationship. Lying to yeah. friends that we had fixed issues, all of that. It was all just to justify staying but you weren't yeah. justifying staying you were like here I was. it is it's shit house no i was definitely justifying staying but okay. i think in a different way the fact that he wasn't working and he wasn't sleeping i just brushed it off i didn't care about anybody knowing and stuff like that and at this point and he didn't care that people knew that he didn't work Oh, because he had the language excuse. He had an excuse. Okay. Yeah. So for me, he had no excuse. Yeah, I think that was... Okay, that's the difference. Yeah, I think that's the difference because there was an excuse there, even though it was a bad excuse and it was an excuse. Um, I think I just, yeah, brushed it down to that. Like, oh, I, I knew it wasn't right. I knew that why the fuck isn't he just working he's so fucking lazy just get a job and i used to nag him all the time just get a fucking job if you want us to have more money then get a job like we make way more money both of us having a job than none of us or just one of us and then um he ended up getting unemployment checks right so he did get some money Mm. It wasn't a lot, but it did get a little bit. And yeah, if anybody, well, the only people that would realistically like ask questions about why he's not working would be within my family. Right. And they knew better than to ask those questions. Okay. because they knew that I would just tell them off, like, stop yeah, okay. meddling in my life. Stop. Just leave me and my relationship alone. Yeah. You know? 
Because anytime they did bring up anything, it's like, oh, he's a grown man, he should be working, I would get angry. Yes, I, that was no, like I understand my, that, me too. Yeah, that was like my defense mechanism. I was just, I would get angry so they wouldn't reach through to me. And I think I got angry not because they asked the questions, but basically because I was so annoyed that he didn't work. Yes, you're actually angry at him. Yeah. Yeah, I was super angry at him. But, you know, when can you ever take your anger out on him? That's never, never never happening, you know? So I would, like, try to get him to work and stuff like that. And it was such a big frustration in my life that if anybody else asked, I would be angry. And if some... If I did ever have friends that did ask questions about it, uh, I would just brush it off to like a language thing. Because at that time we lived in like a small town uh, where even though the language barrier is a bullshit excuse, it was more of an excuse. more valid yeah. there than living in Oslo, Oslo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was that was it. And then there was, you know, COVID. Oh yes. Then there was COVID. That was a great And a experience. lot of people yeah. A lot I of people I forget were that laid yours off. was during COVID. Yeah. A lot of people <laughs> were laid off and then during COVID no one no one's gonna ask. Like, yeah, no, if, I, no if, that makes sense. You know, if I meet somebody that I don't know from before and they're like, Oh, what does your boyfriend do? And then you know, oh, he doesn't have a job, you know. And then yeah. there would be no questions. No questions. There's COVID. COVID. Yeah. Okay. I just was so curious about that. <clears throat> okay. So the next thing I have. Okay. Is that you could never go anywhere without him. So, like, for example. I'll, I'll do an example and then you can bounce off me so you're never allowed to go to a new place without him and it was just a way of you not going anywhere but like we lived not very far from the border to Sweden and my friend she was like lived there on the weekends and worked in Oslo so during the week she lived in Oslo and she was like come stay for the weekend or let's get our hair done you know things are a lot cheaper in Sweden and I was never allowed to go and the way that he would do it is like, oh, I wouldn't go to a new country without you, babe. I would want to mm. experience that with you. I mean, wouldn't you want to experience that with me? I just thought, you know, I like he makes you feel like a piece of shit for trying to do something without him. Yeah. And she would ask all the time, all the time, all the time. Like, and then it was like, why don't you just come for a few hours? And I wasn't allowed. And... um like, I wouldn't be allowed to go do something for a few hours anyway. I remember once her and I went for dinner and he thought I was at the gym and we had a glass of wine. Oh, it was so fun. And then I went home and, like, hit it. But, like, I wasn't allowed to go out for dinner. Okay. <laughs> like, one time I was out for dinner with her and he was just – I'd run out of credit and he wouldn't let me buy any more credit. And I had to text him and I had – I was texting off her phone and I had to text him like every 10 minutes. So it was like some insane. Like, anyway, so you're so caught up in just, you're not allowed to do anything. And he's best, best friend in, um, you know, I'm doing those signy things. 
that he'd known since before we left Australia, he and his partner, and I only say that because he has no contact with him now, um, yeah. he and his partner, they lived 200 metres from us up a hill. Like you come out the door of our apartment and you walk up a hill and you're at their apartment. So I'd walk up in the morning and like we'd go to the gym together, her and I, or, you know, I'd walk up and grab coffee. Or, you know, like it's literally like an oval. You just have to cross. And was so, it okay with you going to the gym with her? Uh, I don't think he knew she was going. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, now that you think that, I don't think I would have ever mentioned I'm going with her. I would have just gone to the gym. Like, the less he knows, the better. I, yeah, you know. I, I just know with myself, like, if I ever told him, like, oh, I'm going to the gym with my friend, he'd be like, oh, don't let your friend ruin your workout. It's best that you just <laughs> yes, work out he did alone. Too. Because actually the other friend who will say her name, she's an avid listener. Hey, Anne. She's the one who (laughs) lived in Sweden. She, um, yeah, he would say the same because her and I actually would work out a lot together because um, she was like super duper into weights. This other girl, like she was like one of those girls who had a gym membership, but it was more like just like a tax for eating junk food. You know what I mean? Like she'd go occasionally. So me and this other girl would work out and he would always say that. Don't let Anne ruin your workout. You guys get distracted, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. But they. You would always tell me like, oh, that person doesn't train as hard as you. Yes. And you need to stay focused. And, you know, like if you and he would always bring up if because there was a, a time he thought I was working out. Um, and you were drinking when I coffees with cream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was getting so skinny. He thought I was getting so skinny, and I'm like, yeah, sure. I think you're blind, but fine. Uh, but yeah, um, if I was like, oh, I'm meeting my friend, we're working out together, because then one of my good friends lived in Oslo. This was when we lived in Oslo, and he would always tell me like, I work. I shouldn't work out with her because, you know, she's fat and she definitely isn't fat. But in just love eyes, everybody's so fat. You should work yeah. out that she's fat. What if what if she was fat and she was a good friend of yours and she was like, Hey, you're like really into the gym. Could I come work yeah, out with needed you? Needed that support. Yeah. Could have been. Like, like that would have been talking? a great motivation, but no, nah, yeah. you can't. She's fat, you can't work out with her. Yeah. Like she, she would ruin my sessions because I, he just knew that I wouldn't work out out as hard if she was there. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. sure, whatever. And I was just meeting her for coffee, but I was yeah. like yeah, sure, whatever. Um, and then he would always. Bring I can't up believe you didn't go. <laughs> no, I just. It, like the thing is, I love the gym. I loved the gym my whole life until him, but it just became such a negative thing like now i don't go to the gym now i'm the laziest person ever now and i would never imagine me ending up like this but the gym is the gym he fucks it up for you oh yeah yeah, it's just such a and it's not even about trauma or about like bad experiences it's just i just i don't feel that like he took away that joy I don't have that joy anymore. Like, I can't be bothered. It's just, it feels draining. 
Yeah. But anyway, he would always bring up like one day we're going to work out together. <laughs> you know, we're going to go and we're going to be going to the gym together. <laughs> And yeah. then him being the best at everything, of course, he was the best at gym as well. He was the best at gym, even though he had not been in 10 years. Like, let's think yeah. about, by the time he started working out finally with you because he got fat, let's think yeah. about how long he hadn't been at the gym for. At least but 10 Kate, years. No, no, no. But no, Caitlin, no. Uh, you have to remember, <laughs> one of his old mates in Australia is a bodybuilder, so he knows I, everything. That was before me. So he hasn't set foot in a gym in like 10, 15 years. He probably doesn't even know what equipment they have. Yeah, like but back in the day, he used, to, he used to work out with his bodybuilder mate. And um, he know. just knows everything. <laughs> and he, and he used to make me drink this like protein from like the early 2000s. And I would like, it was hard to get. And like at stores, I'd have to like special order it in, and they'd be like, "This stuff's way better." Like all the new stuff, and I'd be like, "Nah." And he would always be like, "Don't know what they're talking about." My friend, yeah, you know the one. My friend, he says this is the one. yeah. In two thousand and two, you that was the best. Twenty years me, ago, yeah, he made me also do a specific. Was was protein. it VP two? Was it VP two? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's the one, and he'd like special order it, and I'm like, okay, and I fucking hate oh my God. the flavor. Yeah, it was like, the oh, worst. And he, and he uh, ordered omega three from them, and it was like this disgusting omega three. You could, it's just, you know, fish when it goes bad or yeah. omega three, it doesn't. It's not that it goes bad, but it doesn't have any effect anymore because it's too old. Yeah. And that's when if you take it and then you feel like you're burping fish all day, it's because yeah. it's old. Old, yeah. And that's those pills he would buy, the VP2 yeah. pills. And also he used to make me take creatine or whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and he'd be like, have you had your shake today? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I had it, had it before you got up and I <laughs> didn't have it. Nope, I just trying to make me weigh um, the chicken and the broccoli and you know. Oh yeah, I had to weigh my food. Yeah, I just pretended like I did. It's the same thing. Like he was like, "Oh, we're all vegan," and then I make a sauce with like cream. He'd be like, "Is this vegan?" I'm like, "Yep." Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I lied a lot to him. I don't even know how I got away with it, but. It, not in the beginning though no, not, not in, the, in beginning. the beginning i i was very scared in the beginning or throughout the relationship i was always scared of him but it got to a point where i like i'm not able i've never been good at following any rules right me i'm not at home with my parents either like it's just i'm not if you try to decide over me and my life then I do the opposite even yeah. though I know it's the dumbest thing yeah I'd still do the opposite because yeah. I'm I'm gonna show you that you don't have that power I'm not that much I'm not like that as yeah. much anymore but then I was like 21 I was a hundred percent like that if you're telling me I need to have protein then I'm gonna tell you like nope you're wrong yeah you know so yeah uh it's I think 
every day I got away with a little bit more. Yeah. You notice he doesn't, he can't taste a difference. If you give him chicken or if you give him steak, he doesn't know the difference. Like, and then it's like, okay, he's too stupid to realize that I'm putting actual cheese or actual cream in so then I'm gonna make it so that I like it so that I'm able to eat it myself yeah you know so that I at least I'm enjoying the meal meal I don't really enjoy well okay so speaking of so meat and cream is a lot cheaper in Sweden and um yeah and our friend his friend and his partner, who were our friends who lived an oval away from us, had the day off. And Dick was at work. And his friend said, we're going to go to the grocery store in Sweden and get some meat. Put on some shoes. Because I'm an oval away and they know that I, you know, I'm at home, he's working. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be allowed to do this. And they're on their yeah. way, right? So, yeah, I think I tried to like. I I asked because I I think I remember being like, oh, maybe I could go because it's his best mate. Yeah, and his best mate was like, um, like obviously, like neither of them saw anything wrong. They're like on their way to come get me, and he starts like, I text him, and he's like, I wouldn't go without you to a new country, like. I mean, if you really want to have your first experience in Sweden and be with them, then I guess that's your decision. Like, that's sort of, you know. Guilt tripping you, yeah. Yeah, so I wasn't allowed to go. And um, It's fucking Sweden, though. Like, I, I get exactly <laughs> what you're saying. You did the same to me. But it's fucking Sweden. Like, Jesus Christ, it doesn't. You won't. You don't notice the difference. It's the fucking same country, Norwegian yes, and Swedish. Yeah. You're crossing the border and it's not like, oh, wow, it's a new country. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if you were sleeping while you're crossing the border, you wouldn't you would know not. that you crossed yeah. the border. Especially yeah. if you don't speak Norwegian or Swedish. Like, the only only thing you see it on is, like, the roads are a little bit better, quite a bit better. And, um, yeah, the signs are in Swedish instead of Norwegian. Like, oh. It's so fucking stupid, like, not letting you. But, yeah, I'm sorry. Continue your story. You're right. And so, like, I had to, like, I had to come up with why I couldn't go. And I don't remember what I used as an excuse, but I remember it being really difficult. So they're like, nah, but you didn't take, like, two hours. You're right there. Like, let's just go now. Like, there was no reason that I wouldn't go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no logical reason. I was like... Oh, I think Dick has to go with me. Oh, I think, you know, I think Dick wants to go with me. And, um, like, I remember, I don't, I don't really remember, like, how it all ended, but I remember them being like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, let's just go. And I was like, oh, I can't go. And I think I, like, said I had something on, which is, like, I had no one apart from them. What would I have on? <laughs> Maybe I was yeah. sitting in. Yeah. Were you, I was, did yeah, you ever go, go without him? No. And then I no. Um, no. no. Have you ever been to Sweden? Yes. Okay, good. I'm like you lived so close to the No, actually I like... drove through it like I've never actually been. Ah, okay. So yeah, you were never allowed. No, never allowed. I remember the first time 
I was allowed to go by myself. Where'd you go? The thing is... To Sweden? Uh, no, no. I went to my brother's. <laughs> wow, what an outing. <laughs> yeah, wow, what an outing. No, but I had... First yeah, time I was got... allowed out by myself. Yeah, I had my um, my dog. She was a puppy. She was like six months old, something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and I wanted to take her to shows. Um, and there was this big show close to my brother's house. Uh, so I was going to take her to, yeah, see how we did it. Um, it was like a, it was a big, big show, but they had a puppy show as well, so I could join. Uh, and it was like my first show, and the puppy's first show, and yeah, I just this is what I think is fun. By the way, I still do it. Um, <laughs> he's a fucking horse girl, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I wanted my mum to come. Because it was my first show, and she had a puppy, but her puppy wasn't old enough. But my puppy was, and my mum wanted to also take her puppy eventually when she got old enough. And I was like, well, i got to start somewhere. And yeah, my mum wanted to come, and it was like a whole thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, so then I'm telling him, like, I'm going to take the dog to the show. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's great. And I was like, oh, do you want to come? You know, because obviously you've got to ask him first if he wants to come. Uh, but of course he doesn't want to come. He never wants to come to anything. No, of course. Um, so I uh, I think he said something about that, yeah, he could come or whatever. Something like that. He, he, he was going to go to this. Because it was a couple of hours away. So it wasn't because he wanted to. It was because I wasn't allowed to go by myself. Right. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's nice. My mum's coming as well. He's like, your mum's coming? I'm like, yeah, of course. He's like, oh, I thought it was just going to be the two of us. And I was like, yeah, but you're not really going to be any help. You don't know what you're doing. So you're just going to be there looking and... Making sure that I'm not running away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, So I'm like, yeah... You know, it's just going to be the three of us. It's nice. And he's like, well, it's not nice for me. Oh, shut the fuck up. And I remember this is like, okay, so this is 2019 because my dog is born in 2019. So this is like end of 2019. Mm-hmm. And I broke up with him in 2020. Yeah. So this is towards not. The end. Yeah, towards the end where I had enough of him a long time ago. Yeah. I had already had enough for, yeah, I, I remember buying the puppy and I was like, shit, I'm buying a puppy with him when I don't even want to be with him. Like, this is a bad idea. And I was trying to get out of buying the puppy, but I couldn't. But mm-hmm. I, I, even before I bought the puppy, I knew I wasn't going to stay with him. Right. So... Uh, when he's like well it's not fun for me I was like okay well stay home then (laughs) yeah and he got so fucking angry and frustrated and I was like I don't care you can come if you want to and you can stay home if you if you don't I'm going with my mum you're more than welcome to come and I think he just knew that there was there's nothing he can do yeah Yeah. so he's like fine whatever just go with your mum 
I was like, oh, sweet. So then I'm pushing the boundaries. And I'm inviting a friend. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that friend already knew that this relationship is bad. She was like, she's, I think I've talked about her earlier. She's like my, my savior. She's the reason I got out of it because mm-hmm. her mom had experienced something similar um, and we bonded over having a lot of That's right. Sim- I do remember. Yeah. yeah, she was like the first one I ever told that anything was wrong. Wrong, yep. Yeah, so she knew. So I invited her. He didn't know she knew. He never knew, but she knew. And uh, then I told him uh, that she's also going to come. And then he gets worried because she's gay, you know, so that's an issue. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, because it's me and my mum and my gay friend. So me and my gay friend, we're going to hook up definitely in front of my mum. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You're so right. I get your worries. (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, told him to like, fuck off. And then that became okay once he realized that there was nothing he could do with that either. Mm Mm-hmm. So then I pushed the boundaries even more. And I was like, oh, the show is early in the morning. So I'm leaving the day before and I'm staying at my brother's. Mm-hmm. Not good. Not it good. It was a massive, like, three-day fight. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that was, like, one of the first times I told him, you're so fucking controlling. And I remember I told him, like, if you and me are going to stay together, you need anger management classes. Yeah. And, but this, I had told him that since day one. Uh, but the whole uh, going without him and him being upset about that, I just, I told him, like, we're like, what, four years into the relationship? Like, relax. Um, but the, it's always that same excuse. Like, I wanted to see how how long we could go without spending yeah, that's time apart. But then I'm like, I think I told him like, well, imagine even... if you were like, well, I guess this is well. Here we are, three years, two months. That's how long it yeah. lasted. Like, mm. like <laughs> what? No, but I. The thing is, I told him something along those lines because I did end up going and I did end up sleeping there and that was like the first night in like four almost exactly four years that I spent away from him and it was like so fucking freeing yeah I can't imagine what it felt like yeah it was he was constantly on the phone to me but even though it was like always on the phone with him where my mum and my friend and my not my friend but my mum and my brother and my brother's girlfriend they're like why like you spoke with him 10 minutes ago like Jesus Christ you have to answer while we're eating and I'm like yep sorry <laughs> so it's yeah. like every 10 minutes constant communication every 10 minutes yeah. yeah and if you don't answer then all hell breaks loose you know so it's being with somebody when you're with friends or family it's better to answer because if not they're gonna see that your phone is blowing up yes and that looks crazier 
Yeah, it yeah. looks like so crazy. So she ends the phone, like... and then he's like, "I can tell there are people around you because you're acting weird," which means yeah. you're not talking in the voice that I like you to talk in. Yeah, yeah. So then you have to go outside and talk, and then you're like, "Hi, baby." Yeah. No, it's all good. I remember, like everybody used to, found it so weird that every time I spoke with him on the phone, I would have to go outside, outside. or upstairs, or yeah, something like that. And they would always be like, just you can just talk to him. Like you don't have to leave. Because they like, would oh, like really? think what, that I'm. What, what, I'm gonna I'm gonna transform into a different. I don't think you want to watch this, mum. <laughs> no, no. I'm and about to do is... a happy dance that's been choreographed for me. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Just let me do this in peace. No, I think. <laughs> and it wasn't even for them. It's like for my my own sanity. Yeah, I know. Just going and also because he would tell me leave the room i can tell there's people around yeah Yeah. i don't like talking to you when there's people around and i remember he would always say that it it would because if there's people in the room he can't be screaming on the phone to you that's right you know so he would always if he ever got upset he'd be like are you with someone somebody there he would like make sure and he would scream yeah he he would scream at a phone or threw the phone at me yeah. while I had him on speaker in the car with that one friend. She's like the only person that ever heard it. And he knew or No. Oh, okay. You just put it on speaker. He'd be like, yeah. Oh, I just I just dropped her off and he'd be like, You fucking bitch, I told you to stop driving her home and you're using our petrol. And then she's just sitting there like, Okay, wow. But it wasn't even shocking to her because she knew. Yeah. She knew about that stuff. So. I'm just thinking of like another time I had gone to London for the night, which I will explain in another episode because I'm not ready for that yet. Yeah. But um, I was by, was the f- by myself. It was the first okay. time I'd been without him. And then the next day I was flying to Sweden. And then I actually, the way that the travel worked out, I had to stay with Anne for a night in Sweden. And then I would be home. So two nights without him. And I was yeah. in another country. Yeah. And as I said, I will explain why in another episode. But um, I'm there and, oh, man, I go up to the concierge and how do you get to London? He, like, puts me I'm like, you know, he puts me on some shit bus. I'm having the time of my fucking life. Okay, I get a packet of cigs. I go have a glass of wine. and But then, like, you're trauma bonded, right? So I am, like, te- texting, calling him all the time and sending him photos. Look at this, babe. And, you know. And then, yeah, um, always keeping him updated, even though honestly, you feel like so fucking free. Free. It's that feeling of you still want him there, but you know you don't want him there. But yes. for whatever reason, you can't explain. It's like, you know, I wish you were here, but you do and you don't. But you don't. Yeah, it's so strange. But he, yeah. so I'm talking to him, blah, blah, blah. And then, okay. And then. That's fine. And I remember messaging another friend who I know is also listening to this podcast. By the way, I know a lot of you are listening and know a lot of you 
Like, you don't have to message me about it. It's totally cool. You can just void it in here. Fine. Um, and welcome and send it to everyone. I hope everyone finds out what a piece of shit he was. Please send it to everyone in that company. I'm not okay. ready for it right now, but I hope someday he hears it. Oh, I, it takes so much willpower for me every day to not write him and be like, the podcast is doing great. Just to like <laughs> imagine just what just happens sh- to him up. To like, show him that we're doing great. That would no, be like Not his... even mention what it is, nothing. Just say the podcast is doing great and just imagine the mental hell it goes through trying to work out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> yeah. And then be like, whoops, sorry, sorry. That was supposed to go to Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> just send him the analytics. Oh, sorry, mm. spent, spent that from Naomi. Accidentally unblocked you and sent it to yeah. you by accident. Um... <laughs> No, but um, please send it to everyone. But this one girl, I remember, she Even had, she had um, spent a, a significant period of time away from her partner because she had um, gone to do, like, a placement somewhere, right? And her husband had, like, a good job. So it just, I think it was, like, a nine-month placement. I don't know. And this is, like, 20 years ago. So she, like, does this. And I remember at the time thinking, like, that is fucking incredible. I can't believe that they are living during the week in separate houses. Like, wild. Like, how does that even work, you know? And how freeing. Yeah. Like, God, that yeah. kind of looks great, you know? And anyway, then I'm in London and I'm, like, having this, like, trauma bond, like, miss thing. And I messaged her or I t- tweeted her or something. Twitter was very big at the time. And yeah. I was like, um... Like, I don't know how you ever did this, man. This is my first night away and I'm, like, struggling. You said it's a crazy addiction <laughs> to the race. Yeah. And, um, That's what it is. And I remember, like, she wrote back something sweet or something, but how weird for this girl to receive this message out of nowhere and be like, first of all, she hasn't spoken to me in a while, right? So this yeah. girl who's, who started acting weird when she da- started dating this absolute loser disappeared from the face of the earth, moved to Norway, and then it's like, how'd you spend that time apart? I really miss yeah. Dick after one. She must be like, what the fuck? What, the fuck? what are you talking <laughs> about? Yeah. yeah. What's happening here? But then, okay, so anyway, I just remembered that she was listening, so I wanted to add that in. But So um, anyway, I so I'm, I get to Sweden, and then I'm catching the bus, and then I'm going to spend the night at Anne's house, and then I'm coming back to Norway. And um, I'm catching the bus or whatever, and I'm like, maybe I can surprise him. And also, if he's doing anything naughty, I can mm-hmm. catch him if I'm at yeah. home a day early. Yeah. And so, and it would be that I would arrive at like 5 a.m. So I would catch because we wouldn't have left in the morning yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm messaging and and this is the one night that we can have girly night. And I think it was getting late anyway. And she was like, they were going to wait up for me and come like pick me up. But it was like, not as though we were going to get any time together anyway. So I messaged her and I was like, I can keep going on the bus and be in Oslo in the morning. I think I might just do that, you know? Yeah. And um, so I did. So I never got that night away from him. And then I surprised him. And he was, I, I showed up, nothing was wrong. He, there was no girl there. But um, he was angry, so fucking angry at me because he had work and I had woken him up. Oh, my God. Not 
my partner has come back a day early when I thought she was going to be international and you know like I don't know like not even you don't even have to be excited okay we're long-term partners and I came home a day early like you can just be like cool well, like you don't have to be excited it's the but to first be time you s- it's the first time you're spending the first time I've ever spent the night apart, away from then yeah. yeah long-term partners or not you should be happy when you're coming home because you've spent some time away from each other and you haven't done that in years you haven't done that since you got together like if this was a normal thing then yeah sure yes you don't have to be like over the moon but like if and like the first time like you can yeah and and i had left i so many angry words and i had i and as i will explain in another episode i wasn't really sure if i'd be gone for two nights or how long i would be gone for and i had been nervous about him being there by himself I will go into all the details so I'd left him little like love notes around like um you know I miss you and I like I'd tuck them into like you know like so over time he would find them so like you know maybe in a couple of days he's like getting some underwear out and they're like you know he's like six underwear in at that point so he finds the note or like they're in different areas of the house that he'd find over time yeah and so like he hadn't found any of them yet because he was like as if he's ever like put anything back away in the wardrobe or whatever. But he um then he started to find them like a couple of days later. And I was like, Oh yeah, I left them because you know I didn't know and I thought they'd be like cute surprises, which it's so like lame. I know that like now looking back, but I'm like just begging for this man to love me. And, it's not um, even that lame. You've got to remember, like, you're in your 30s now. Like, yeah, I get, my God, it's lame. But when you're, like, 21, 22, 23, yeah, it's I not guess. lame at all. You're being, like, super sweet. Yeah, I guess. But he was finding them after the fact because I had come home straight away. And, um, and so he was, like, angry at them. Every time he'd find them, he was, like, oh, my God, like, how embarrassing for you, like, secondhand embarrassment for me that I'd written these notes, like, oh, wow. Look at this one, it says the same thing or whatever. And he's like, it's, he was, like, nice but me. Like, he was like, it's, like, it's cute, Kate, and, like, condescending. Like, did you really think Mm -hmm. I'd like these notes? (laughs) Cute. Yeah. Like, that sort of vibe. But he would get, like, frustrated. He'd, he'd, like, if, like, he was getting something out and he, like, pulled one out, like, I'd grab it quickly and, like, throw it away or whatever because he'd be like, oh. You know what I mean? Like, when you were just constantly, like, fixing things, like, grab something out of his way so it doesn't frustrate him or. Yeah, but the thing is, if you had stayed with him longer, he would have mentioned it. Oh, I remember back in the day. You used to leave me notes. Notes, Yeah. The thing is, like, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Because if you do, then it's, like, condescending. Like, oh, you think I'd like that? It's cute. But, you know, don't leave anything at all. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been an issue as well. Yeah, you're right. So it doesn't matter what you did or didn't do. Like, it was, you did the wrong thing, no matter what. Right. There was this party, Naomi. Maybe you were at it. Who knows? There was a Christmas party for the company that he was working for and they were all going to Poland for the night. Were you there? No. Okay. 
the year before you, I guess. And um, I think it was the year, but it wasn't the whole company. It was the the I think because <coughs> they were like uh, his bar, and close to his bar there were like one two. Yeah, a couple. Two restaurants and and another bar that was only bar. Mm. Um, and those four places within the company were like close, just like yeah. the place where I worked had other places in the company where we were close to because we were also right. Yeah. So they would like put the staff either they make like one massive staff party for like the whole thing but that'd be like super expensive because there's like like 20 places and where can you hold all the workers of 20 places you know right so they would like take four and four and do like staff parties so yeah i'm sure that was one of the staff parties yes it's christmas parties they go in poland for the night because that's super cheap just to put everyone up in Poland and get wasted like cheaper than to have a party in Norway. Yeah. So, but I remember manipulating him. I was like, you're going away for the night? Mm. I don't know. Like, and I was like, I just wouldn't, like, I I was like, I, and I wasn't, I wasn't as well as manipulating him, but like full confusion. Like I was like, but I would never go anywhere without you for the night. Like, yeah. and they wouldn't be allowed to. And yeah. He was like, um, but it's the Christmas party, you know, it's a boys' night, blah, 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 blah. And, um, yeah, I, because when it's him, it's okay. It's fine. But I just remember, and I actually probably wanted him to go away for the night, you know what I mean? But I remember being like, I remember asking him, like, what? Like, I wouldn't go somewhere without you. Like, what do you mean? You know, like I was like so confused by that. Understanding it, yeah. And yeah. anyway, he had left the job, and we moved back to Poland before the party ever happened because it was going to be in a couple of months. It was like early planning because he was like, "Oh, I can't wait!" You know, me and my best mate, who also worked at the same company, oh, we're going to go and with everyone. And I was just like, mm, "I would never do that without you." And yeah. he never ended up going, but. Oh. I had to go because of that. That must have it... been 2014 then. Yes, 2014. Yeah, because in 2015, um, almost or 2013, a maybe. Yeah, maybe almost a year before I met him. We worked at the same company. Yeah, I never you were met at, him. And we you were at the same, party. We were at the yeah. same party. But I didn't meet him then either. I didn't yeah, meet him until almost said. a year later. Yeah, you had said that. Mm. Okay, babe, I have to go to work, and I'm so sorry. Yes. But I wanted to say one more last thing on this on this episode is that we're still looking for Maria. Yes. <laughs> and if Maria doesn't want anything to do with us, we completely respect that. I'm old as fuck. I'm mum. Naomi's getting up there, so she must be like full mum mode because she had a kid right after her and Dick broke up. Um. So she might not want to have anything to do with us, and that's fine. But if you do know Maria, the latest update is that she lives in sort of the Dandenong area in the eastern suburbs of Australia. Um, We'd love to talk to you and hear if it was exactly the same. And if you just want to tell us to fuck off, that's cool too. And if you know her and she doesn't want to have anything to do with us, you can tell us that and we'll even edit this part out retrospectively. But Maria from Dandenong, we love you and we want to hear your story. Yes. 
Also, I want to say one more thing. Yeah. Uh, since we're on that subject, like if some of our listeners know him, yeah. Well, that and and if you're in contact with him and you're realizing what a shit person he is, if I think we want to know if he's dating somebody. Yeah. Like help. Help that girl. Help that girl. Help that poor girl. She's financially fucked. Yeah, let's get her before he can ruin too her life. Much trauma. Yeah. Before he's able to. Yeah. At the moment, she could probably be out and be like, "That was a weird fucking relationship. That was very toxic for a few months." But if it goes yeah. beyond a few months, she's then in trouble. She's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, because it, it's a few months, and then the financial stuff starts. stuff starts. That's right. Yeah. So. Let's get her out before that starts. All right. I love you. And I we will you. try and be here more often. But Naomi's got one hell of a fucking story when we're done with this. Yeah. All right. I'll talk to you I soon. Do. Okay. Okay. Bye, honey. Bye-bye. And follow us on TikTok and Instagram at silenced at 21 at S-I-L-E-N-C-E-D-A-T-2-1. Silenced the Podcast is co-hosted by Caitlin and Naomi. Join us for weekly visits into the spiral that was...